This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Joe Camp of Comstock for our Opening Market discussion. Joe, what are we seeing taking place on the grains on this Thursday? Some overnight weakness here, not following through on what was a turnaround late in the session yesterday. We had a stronger start to the week on Tuesday uh, to follow up somewhat of a down day Monday, turnaround Tuesday, then down on Wednesday, and then ultimately corn and soybeans uh, up for the close. So, you know, it's similar to in the sense that we're choppy and, and what we're seeing overnight might not necessarily hold. We've got soybeans back down towards their crucial low at around $12. That's support around there. We did poke below there for a couple of days last week. Wheat is back below $6 in Chicago. That's a, a bit of a negative here and uh, more pressure on demand concerns there. And then wheat kind of tagging along in between soybeans and and wheat corn is at the moment waiting for some fresh news. We did have a daily export sales announcement finally pop up here um, it, for, for some corn or soybeans rather to Mexico. That's uh, usually not something we observe on a daily basis. Uh, but it is some further sign that maybe these uh, corn, soybeans, and even wheat have gotten cheap enough that they're going to start to uh, generate even more export interest in the days or weeks ahead. Joe, what is the situation with South America right now, some of the progress they're making, and the weather as well? Yeah, we observe uh, a harvest in full swing for Brazil. That's soybeans in the first corn crop. That means also that second safrina corn is going in. Uh, for the most part, they're ahead of a normal pace, and, and, and in part, that does follow from uh, you know crop stress that really rushed uh, a lot of those uh, fields to maturity. We're seeing that yield reports are down as expected disappointment. Some areas of Mato Grosso reporting, you know, farmers there, their worst crop in 40 years of, of, uh, of row cropping in, in that region. It is a, you know, relatively uh, fresh area in terms of uh, crop production in some spots. Now the top producing state, uh, but way off a normal average and something we're going to have to see, I think, adjusted lower in terms of the USDA estimate come next week, a week from today, the next crop report will uh, realize some f- uh, further reductions for Brazil's crops. Still mostly more favorable in Argentina. As of late, though, it has turned drier and hotter to uh, become somewhat of a risk point for the market. Uh, at the end of the day, we've got corn and soybean crops in Argentina that put together are almost going to double what uh, they produced during last year's severe drought. And so that's you know a bit of a headwind over the market. I think for the most part we've priced in a bigger Argentine crop and have uh, more to go on uh, reflecting the smaller Brazilian number. Joe, let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace in the livestock complex. A lot to talk about with the cattle as we got the cattle inventory report yesterday. What were we expecting to see in, in that report, Joe, and what actually transpired and did it line up? Sure, that cattle inventory report, an important one, it only comes out twice a year and this one, you'd have to say these estimates, uh, by and large, were well, really well pegged, at least by the average trade guest. You know, there are wider ranges of estimates, but on average, uh, the pre-report estimates came in, you know, right as expected pretty well. All cattle and calves count 
at 98.1% uh, from last year, down 1.9%. There were some more bullish revisions to last year's numbers that make uh, these overall counts even lighter uh, than had been anticipated. You've got that all cattle and calves number, the lowest at its lowest level since 1951. Beef cows as tight as we've seen them since 1961. You have a calf crop that's down two and a half percent again here from last year. You have really no real sign that heifer retention is is picking up right away here, and so it's uh, not only a look back of of what we've got. You know, in terms of the influence of herd uh, contraction to this point, but it is uh, partially a look ahead of what is still going to be a tighter year here and some time before we can really gain any traction on herd rebuilding. And so it's a bullish number. There's still a question for the market as to whether this recent run up for futures has you know, priced in a lot of this uh, anticipation of a friendly report. We are looking at you know, gains of almost $20 over the last two months for some of these nearby live cattle contracts, over $30 for the feeders. Um, but we'll we'll see a response here as the market opens and going forward from here. It's still going to be, I think, generally speaking, a source of support for the market, this reminder of just how tight cattle numbers are. And what about the hog market right now? We've got some pretty good strength to continue reporting on. I think it's eight sessions in a row that the nearby contracts have closed higher. And that's a, a big run up from recent weakness. You get to a point where we do wonder if the futures market is getting ahead of the cash trade. Uh, but that's been a, a large gap here for some time. And overall, we continue to focus on the seasonal expectation for cash prices to start to move up into the summer months at least. That fits, too, with our uh, outlook for production in general uh, declining into the early months of summer. So it's a, a friendlier market. Again, maybe one, though, similar to what we speak of with cattle, uh, that has us questioning if it's been played out, um, at, at least at, at the moment. You've got some of these summer contracts reaching up towards $100, $100 weight again, and that's a, a big recovery. Joe Camp, our guest here today. Joe, what is the best way for our listeners to get in touch with Comstock for more marketing information? Yeah, our website, we've got a report that's going to recap these cattle numbers, talk about what's going on with the grains. That's accessible along with our contact info at Comstock.com. Joe, thanks so much for the time here today. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Mark. Talk to you next week. That was Joe Camp with Comstock. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down two and a quarter at 446 even. March soybeans down 13 and a half at 1208 and three quarters. March soybean meal down $1.90 at 366.40. March soybean oil down 55 cents at 45.47. Chicago wheat down four even at 591 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat down two even at 690 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat down four even at 618 even. And March oats down two and a half at 380 even. On the Merck, February live cattle up 52 cents at 177.87. March feeder cattle up $1.85 at 242 even. February lean hogs down 10 cents at 76.25. February pork cutout down 70 cents at 88.05. And class 3 milk down 5 cents at 16.05. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>